Welcome to Round Rock Church of Christ. We're glad you're listening. If you're in the Austin area, we'd love to have you join us this Sunday at 8.30 or 10 a.m. Or you can check us out and watch online at roundrockchurch.us. May God bless you as you seek Him, and may He use this message to give you exactly what you need. Good morning, good morning, church. We doing okay so far? Okay, pay no attention to all the confetti you may see on the floor, okay? That has nothing to do with anything, except in a couple minutes. Hey, if we haven't met before, my name is Zane Witcher. I'm one of the ministers here uh, on staff. And uh, if no one has told you yet, we are extremely glad that you are here. We know coming to church, uh, it takes energy, uh, and it takes being brave. Now, one of the things that we want to let you know, just if you've been here for a long time, or maybe this is your first time today, You just moved from there to, wow, your family's on the move. Okay. Um, One of the things we want to let you know is that we'd love to know you're here. You will notice that there is a card on the back seat that has a QR code. We'd like to invite you to scan that code and just tell us that you are here. We will welcome you and say, hey, thanks for being here. Uh, No, this is not like signing up for a LinkedIn account. Okay. We will not send you email after email after email. Just six emails in one day. That's all will do. Um, Today is a very unique day. Uh, Today is different. We are formatting today to be different because it's a day of celebration. Uh, Church is really unique because every Sunday when we gather together, there are those of us who are excited to be here, and then there are those of us that is very hard to be here at church. Scripture would actually echo these words that when you share life with God and God's people, we come together and we rejoice with those who rejoice, and we also mourn with those who mourn. So today is a day of celebration, but I do feel like we need to take a pause as a church. And I think that we need to spend some time before we celebrate some of the life that is in our church. We also need to take some time to mourn because uh, the rest of the world has mourned this week. There Christians gathering today on Sunday who are not celebrating life, but they're mourning the loss of life this week. So I would like to invite you, I'm going to take just a minute or two for us as a congregation, and I'm actually just going to pray uh, for the attack that is on Ukraine. Uh, I'm going to pray for those who are hurting and who are aching with it. And I want to invite you to also gather with me. If you want to, I'll just invite you to either spread your hands as a posture of surrender or maybe to get on your knees and we'll pray together for a minute or two for Ukraine. The King of Nations, can you have mercy on us? Spirit, we need help in our weakness. God, many people, including some of us, are lost for words as we come to church today. God, we ache because death always takes our words from us. Spirit, we're told that you intercede when we have no words or we can't find the right words. Spirit of the living God, would you help us find those words today? God, 
God, our hearts groan and ache for pointless life being taken. God, as people who follow and live in your kingdom, we hate war. God, we recognize and we live in this weird complexity that the things we love the most tend to pull us into these ways. God, may we not surrender ourselves to those, but may we surrender ourselves to your ways. You've said in your word before that you can make war cease, that it can end on the earth. In the Psalms, you say that you can break the bow, you can shatter the spear, you can burn the shields of fire. Lord, we pray that your peace, a strong peace, can happen over in Ukraine. God, we pray for your kingdom, your ways, not man's ways, but your ways of peace enter into those people. God, there's so many people that we don't, we don't even know their name, but we know that they know your name. So we pray for them and we mourn with them. God, I, I feel the weight of reality that a lot of our kids and our grandkids this week did not worry about their lives, but others did. God, we pray for, for those of us that our hearts are so distant from all the pain and the ache. May you draw us closer because you care with those who are weak and who are mourning. God, we have no other words other than may your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Be with our missionaries who are over there, with the siblings, with Tom and Sandra. And we pray for all those who believe in your name to be faithful witnesses, whatever that looks like today. We pray all this in your most powerful name, Jesus. As we, uh, as we continue today, may the people of Ukraine be very close to our hearts, even as our hearts celebrate and also ache at the same time. If uh, you have not been with us before, today's service is just going to be different as far as the format goes. We want to take some time to celebrate and also honor and recognize some of our young families in this congregation, and also the different things that are happening in the life of this church. Uh, to get behind the heart of what we're doing, I want to invite you to look at a place that represents the heart of Scripture. If you have a Bible with me this morning, would you mind turning to Psalm 145? This will explain the heart behind what today's service is all about. I'm going to read Psalm 145, and if you wouldn't mind, if I just pause as I'm reading the scripture, would you just say what the next word is as I read? And we go. Psalm 145, starting in verse 1. I will extol my God and King and bless your name forever. Every day I'll bless you. I'll praise your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. His greatness is one generation 
shall tell the works of another and shall declare your mighty acts on the glorious splendor of your majesty and on your wondrous works. I will. The might of your awesome deeds shall be proclaimed and I will declare your greatness and they shall celebrate the fame of your abundant goodness and shall ring aloud in your righteousness. The Lord is gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. The Lord is good to all and his compassion is over all and he has made it as it will. This is the word for you this morning. If you have hung around our church, we use this language that we are people who always want to be celebrating. And a psalm like this one helps us know how to celebrate. The psalms in the Bible is like your modern day Spotify, iTunes, records, cassette tapes. That's all I got for you, okay? It is that is the songbook of the Bible. It has all these different spectrum of emotions. And one of those emotions is celebration. That you get to see in Psalm 145, it is a heart of celebration. And as we start today, I want you to hear three things for why we celebrate and where celebration begins. And the psalmist starts with it. The psalmist says, if you want to celebrate, here's the three things. The first is initiation. The second is meditation. And the third is appreciation. Okay, so starting with initiation, we celebrate because we are not always motivated to celebrate in our lives. Here's a great example. When's the last time you rolled out of bed and you celebrated with God the sleep you just received? How many of you have rolled out of bed and said, oh, thank God for the amount of sleep I just received? Our hearts do not focus on what's good, but they gravitate to fixate on what is bad. And celebration helps bring us to what's good, what God is doing really good in the world. There is this author by the name of Ronald Rollheiser who writes after a ministry of sitting across from people in their last years of life. And as he reflects on people's last years of life, here's one of the things that he noticed. Many people, by the time they reach the end of their life, many people deeply regret that during their healthiest and most productive years, they were too driven and too unaware of the richness of their life. Instead of feeling privileged, they felt burdened. Instead of gratitude, they felt resentment. Instead of joy, they felt anger. Celebration, church, wakes us up to the reality that God has richly blessed us. Maybe not in every way that we would imagine or pray for or desire, but richness is before us. Notice how the psalmist starts in verse 1. He doesn't say, I feel like celebrating. He says, I will extol you. I will. We have to will ourselves to celebration. We initiate celebration. And then the psalmist moves us from, okay, we have to will ourselves to celebration. How do we move forward in that? 
We meditate on what goodness God is having in our lives. The psalmist says, I will meditate on your wondrous works. I will fixate, I will devote, I will reflect, I will think, I will dwell on. I will meditate on those things. And notice how the psalmist meditates. He meditates on different generations. If you want a spirit of celebration, you meditate on different generations. Why? Because of the thing that we get to see in church all the time is that older generations get to teach us that God has been up to something long before we ever got to the planet. And younger generations help reveal to us the freshness of what God is going to do in the future. If you want to celebrate, it starts with initiation and then it starts with meditating on those generations. So today in service, we are going to meditate and we're going to dwell on the life of our church. We're also going to meditate and dwell and celebrate our young families. And let me just say this. If you are a young family here, we greatly appreciate that you are here and it matters that you're it matters because you give us that feeling as a church. Ah, it's great to be alive. You give us that. You remind us of what God is doing, how God is alive. And we're going to commit to you as a young families today. We will commit to you that we will help you on your path for you to come alive with God. So we initiate. We meditate and finally we appreciate. Notice how the psalmist finishes at the end of what he says. In verse 9 he says, The Lord is good to all and his compassion is over all. If we were to walk through this whole psalm, you would see the word every and all used 17 times. You ever have someone that just keeps going on and on and on? You're like, yes, the sermon on and on. And <laughs> like... The psalmist is trying to sing over and over again. He's saying the Lord is good to all. And every person has something to celebrate with God. So as we're about to celebrate, I will invite the team to come up. I want to remind us of one more truth that we declare as we gather today. When people talk about God or theology, they talk about two different graces. One grace is this, it's called common grace, which just means that you receive something you do not deserve every single day. Common graces are example like this. When you eat food, it turns into energy and it activates your body. Common graces are like if you bump or bruise yourself, your body will repair itself. Common graces are like, I feel warm right now, that you have family, that you have a job right now. Those are common graces, but also in the name of Jesus Christ, there's another grace that is available to all of us. And that's the grace that we cannot muster up, that we do not deserve ourselves. That is a grace that if you say yes to Jesus Christ, you today have an inheritance that you didn't even know you needed. That in Jesus Christ, your name is not just your name, but is your name with child of God 
decided. That to be in the name of Jesus and say yes to that is whatever you cannot fix in your life. God is forgiving it and he has forgiven it over the cross, the burial and the resurrection. The grace of Jesus Christ means this church that God has given us what only God can give us. And that's some really good news to celebrate. That's what we need to hear this morning. May the people who have come before us show that. And may the generations that we celebrate today also show us that. Let's celebrate with God.